Beth Jones is an international speaker and author, wife to paramedic Ray, and mom of three beautiful daughters, Heather, Eden, and Leah. Beth also helps aspiring speakers and writers to share their unique message. Beth encourages women to use their gifts for God, fulfilling their purpose and living a life they love. Need a dynamic speaker for your women's conference, retreat, or online event? Contact her at bethjones.net. Welcome to my podcast. This is Beth Jones at bethjones.net. I'm so excited to have y'all here today, and I'm very excited about my guests for the Women in Business podcast series. This is Joyce Lynn Harrell, and Joyce Lynn and I go a few years back. We're not only business peers, but friends, and I'm just delighted to have her today. Welcome, Joyce Lynn. Beth, I am so honored to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for having me here today. (laughs) You are welcome. I'm honored to have you. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and your website link? Okay. Well, um, I'm actually a registered nurse. I've been a registered nurse for 32 years and I became a wellness coach in 2010, 2011. And I, that's the model that I'm building right now. And my website link is joycelynharrell.com and that's J-O-Y-C-E-L-Y-N-N-H-A-R-R-E-L-L.com. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on this Women in Business podcast series was yours is a little different from the other ladies that I've been interviewing, and that is that you've had a career as an RN. So I wanted you to share how your journey has been going from RN and you're now transitioning to an entrepreneur. Would you share a bit about your journey? Well, I've been an RN for 32 years, and not all of that has been an easy career. Um, I was nurse manager of an oncology, actually two oncology centers, but the first oncology center, I became very burned out and stressed out in my career, and honestly, that had to do with my own personal life my son coming back from Iraq and he was having issues. And then I was reaching, um, I was in my forties later, maybe mid to late forties at the time that I became so overwhelmed. And what it was is that I've had this entrepreneurial thing in me, if that's what I want to call it, I guess, since I was in my early twenties and I don't know, I never had the right mentor or didn't know actually how to go about becoming a successful entrepreneur um, on my own. I had tried several things, but as I, as I got close to reaching 50, I, I was burned out in my career and I was, I was also not satisfied because I felt like God had called me to more and there was more to my life. And I felt like around 48 years old that I just, there was more when I became 50, I had my 50th birthday, I actually had sort of a a meltdown, not, you know, not like where I went off the edge or anything, but I just realized I had purpose that I had in my, in my heart and in my brain, but I, I hadn't reached those goals. And so I really began searching for what it was. And that's actually when I found coaching. So that's kind of how that journey started, my own little midlife 
journey, meltdown, stress, burnout, whatever you want to call it. I just wasn't happy where I was at. And um, yeah, I found coaching and I began taking, took well coaches and I went through wellness inventory and I actually use that model now. Yeah, I was looking at your website last night and today and you talk about wellness and you talk about wholeness. And at the end of your email signature, I noticed that it said de-stress, renew and be whole. And I believe that is so important for body, soul, and spirit. So the coaching led you more into the entrepreneur journey. I know what you're talking about, the burnout, because my husband is a paramedic. He's always been in the emergency field. Like burnout rate for those are very high, usually within the first five years. And he's been doing it for years, like for over 30 years. So that burnout rate is very prevalent among people in the emergency field. But would you talk a minute about the wholeness, why that's important to you? Well, that will go probably a little bit into my personal journey. As a wellness coach, to begin with, in 2010, some of those early years, it was more a a reason to build up a group of women who I could work with to help them with their burnout and stress. But it was more a mind. I, I The program I was involved in was really connected mind, body, spirit. And I've always been very holistic that way. But it was more mind-led. I, and you'll understand what I'm talking about in a few minutes. But a very personal tragedy happened within our family in 2000, early 2017. As a matter of fact, right before that, um, I had my own wellness podcast. I was with a group of women, and I was entering 2017 ready to rock it, just rock the world as a coach. And I wanted to, I had planned on quitting my nursing career. I was going to just really go head first in it. And on January 17th, 2017, we lost my son, who had come back to Iraq with his complications of PTSD and traumatic brain injury. He took his life on January 17th of 2017. And mm-hmm. actually I plummeted even my, my experience as a wellness coach, uh, nothing. I did not have the tools in place to handle what happened because, um, he had had trouble in the past and he was better. So when this happened, we were totally not expecting it. And I I had a belief system and I was very naive that as my, you know, as my husband and I were in ministry and our covering, that our covering just covered our family and that, you know, for some reason I had in my head and I was totally illogical that no harm would come to our family as long as we were serving and doing and being exactly where God wanted us to be. And, you know, the rain falls on the just and the unjust and when this happened, um, it caused such a confusion and problem in my life. I actually had a time where I was very angry with God. I, I'm actually writing a book called Living Whole in the Kingdom that really goes into detail about these kind of things. So I have to say that it took me a few years and I just allowed the healing to take place. Everything went through all the fields, all the stages, all the whatever I needed to do to actually get through this and heal. 
I was there. I worked, did a lot of self-care. I did a lot of reading on grieving. But when he died, not only was that an injury, but it brought up, you know, you would think that that was what did everything, but that was actually like the straw that broke the camel's back. So I talk about that more in depth. My upbringing, a lot of bullying and some, um, there was a relationship that was broken up and I was left feeling that I wasn't good enough and wasn't worthy. So when he passed, it's like everything hit me front and center and I had to deal with all of it. So God really, really delivered me from, from all of that, uh, how I felt about myself, how you know, I was doing with my grieving journey. It, it was really miraculous how he delivered me from all those things. But coming out of that, and you know, at that time, I never saw myself coaching or doing anything like that again. I had given all of that up from the moment my son died. I had stopped doing everything entrepreneurial-wise. So I didn't see that happening again. But in, two, um, in 2020, I don't know. God just spoke to my heart and he said, it's time to start coaching again. So I began again to, to look into that and, and started doing some things. But when I came out this time, my message was different because I yeah. had been broken. I had been so broken and I had healed and, you know, I can't, I mean, I still have a hard time when I think about my son from time to time. I have deep triggers. Right. I, I don't think that ever goes away with child loss. But when I came out from that, my, my goal and my purpose changed. And it's like it was deeper. It, you know, like I said before that I felt like I was coaching more with a, a head mindset. But mm -hmm. this was something like I really... God just really led me to be whole. And, you know, I started studying scriptures about when he del delivered people from, when Jesus healed people from his, their infirmities, he also sent them to be whole and them to go and be whole. Whole is everything. And, you know, the coaching program that I use, that's what it's about. It's called whole person wellness. And I started merging the Christ in me with the message of whole person wellness and what the Bible talks about. So my concept of living whole is that that is possible for believers to live whole. And so my whole message now is not just a head knowledge, but just this real, real deep heart based movement that I really desire to see, especially women to learn how to live whole, especially those who have gone through really broken times, that there is a wholeness available to you in Christ. So that is where my message has taken me to. Mm, that is so powerful. Your book, I believe, is going to be so, so powerful. And what you said about deepness, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is Psalm 42, 7, deep call deep at the noise of thy waterfalls, all the yeah. way pillows have gone over me. And God does that deeper work in our heart. And that also gives you compassion yes. for the plants that you're going to have, that comfort God has given you. You can give them that comfort as well. Yes, I, I want people to find their joy again. 
and yeah. I'm discovering my joy again. I'm, I'm living what I'm teaching because I'm learning every day. I don't know that we ever arrive. I learn something new every day and I still have triggers. And when I have triggers that come up, you know, I just look at those and explore those and say, God, what is that about? What is there an area that's not surrendered still in my life to your purpose and plan? And so I don't know. It's it's really feels more like a ministry than a business. And I don't have any problem um, creating income from ministry or business, but it does feel more like ministry. Yes, I saw on your website that you had been in ministry for 40 years, that you're a pastor, pastor's wife, and that is a long time. Yes, <laughs> it's a very long time. I've been married, it'll be 43 years Wow. this year. Yeah, and so we pretty much went into ministry. Mike finished Bible college, um, his um, degree, and we started with our first church not too awfully long after we got married, so that's kind of evolved to where we are and where we minister. And we actually work together as a team now um, in ministry. So we've come, we've changed. We've, we've, we've grown, evolved. A lot of things have changed. I'm sure you've seen it all. So what church does your husband pastor, you and your husband? We are at Rivers of Life Ministries in a small town. It's a non-denominational church in a small town in Macclesfield, North Carolina. Wow. So not only are you on the front lines as an RN, especially the last several years, but you're on the front lines of spiritual warfare as pastors. So you've been also dealing with that as you've been chasing your dream of being a wellness coach. You're also an herbalist. I saw you are a healing touch practitioner. Yes. Do you do? I went to um, a Christian healing touch program and I'm an herbalist and an aromatherapist. I've actually been to Europe and have a certification in aromatic palliative care wow. as a nurse. So I'm, I'm deeply educated in those areas. I have a broadcast, a weekly broadcast on Dominion TV called Kingdom Wellness. And um, right now, I'm actually in the process. I am taping and, and interviewing like a talk show type minister, ministering and interviewing women that are overcomers. But I also will be creating for the wellness, uh, the kingdom wellness, I'm going to be creating some herbal, like a, a couple of series on herbal and aromatic and natural health and medicine. So I'm kind of multifaceted, but when you look at, the wellness inventory wheel and it talks about the 12 dimensions of wellness and a whole person wellness you know that of all that is all of us so i i'm very holistic body mind and spirit you know mm-hmm. um, third john verse two you know it says i pray that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers yeah so that's kind of my mission verse because god wants us to prosper he wants us to be in health, even as our soul prospers. So to me, that is body, mind, and spirit ministry right there. And the word just says, this is how it should be. You know, they want us to prosper in all these areas. They want us to be healthy and well in mind and body and, you know, the whole thing. So I'm kind of the whole thing. I talk about the stress and the overwhelm and I talk about healing and I talk, I share things from God's bounty. So I kind of 
kind of run the whole gamut there of that wellness wheel. Yes, and so many Christian women are afraid of that prosperity word because they've seen the abuse of that. But right. prosperity is not a bad thing. We need prosperity to advance the kingdom of God. And God wants to prosper us, just like you said, in all areas of our life, our health, our relationships, our finances, to be a blessing and a glory to him and to bless other people. That's that's my desire for prosperity. It's not to go buy new toys. Right. It's bless other people to give glory to God and it takes money to pay bills and to travel and do the things that God has called us to do. It does. And you know, I did have a money mindset problem for many years, but you know, those kind of things are, are ingrained in you. You, yes, you know, but I, I will tell you early on in ministry, we got the brunt of that and, you know, kind of got soured on that because there was a joke that went around, you know, if, um, about church members that will keep them, uh, Lord, if you'll keep them humble, we'll keep them poor. And, um, yeah, so, uh, that's, that's kind of funny, but it, it wasn't because some churches we were in, it was a struggle financially for us to even get groceries sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, um, because my husband never looked at a ministry, and decided to and, and decided to take the church based on what they paid him. He's never been that way. So we we have never you know sought after those kind of things. But I do believe that um, as we prosper, we should pray to prosper because how can we minister and support other ministries if we don't have the extra to give you know god gives us our needs right but the but the extra and the abundance and by the way in 2022 that is my word um, the lord gave me was abundance and so out of our abundance we we are able to minister and give to others too um, to share the gospel and, you know, to, to be able to give to other ministries. If you don't have the abundance, you don't have to give. And I always want to give. Me too. I love that word abundance. And that's so true. God wants us to be generous givers to help others. And we can't do that if we're not in a position, if we're just struggling ourselves. That's right. You, we can't. And so that's my prayer, um, for abundance. I've actually, um, you know, uh, I'm doing a few things right now just to um, help support the broadcasts that I do every week and um, to be able to grow my business, my ministry, um, but not only for what I do, but I am creating income so that I can bless others and share in others' ministries. And so, so I believe in abundance and I'm I don't think that's a dirty word. No, it's not. I agree with you on that. I'm going to agree with you on that abundance. Well, besides the finances as a challenge, what are some of the other challenges and joys of being an entrepreneur of this transition that you're making right now? Well, I have to say probably right now the time constraints. And as far as my nursing career, God said save the best to last. The position that I'm in right now, I don't feel burned out and stressed anymore. So I was able to come to that part of my whole person wellness where I feel very fulfilled in what I do. So I'm in a sense, not in a super rush to get out of it, but I'm a, a, what you call a nurse navigator. And that's, 
it's, I'm not a social worker, so I'm a nurse, but I've worked with cancer patients for 25 years now, and I have the opportunity to be able to meet needs of the cancer patients in more of a um, holistic way, uh, body, mind, and spirit. Um, if they ask me to pray for them, I, I will pray with them. I don't have any problem doing that, but I'm, I'm able to find grants and money sometimes and help their financial needs and uh, help reduce some of their stress. And I'm able to minister to them that way. So, but I do work then full time. And I think for me, trying to grow a business on the side too, um, I, I will be honest, I feel a little challenged sometimes because most, um, like coaches and, um, people that are um, like coach mentors and people like that, they don't work a regular job like I do during the day. So like all their meetings are during the day, everything's during the day. And so I feel like sometimes it's a little challenging because I, I can't attend any of those live, although I can hear them recorded. But then when I get home at night, I'm tired. Right. And, um, you know, in physical tired and you need to rest and recoup. Um, and also I teach that you, you can't give from an empty cup and you can't, your cup, my cup, your cup has to be full or at least have something in it if you're going to pour into someone else. So I find that the time challenge is just a little bit tricky sometimes. So I have to be very careful with my time and set some boundaries and then set certain times that I'm going to work. But I also have to make sure that I'm constantly filling my cup so that I don't run empty. And as a wellness coach, I know that that's really important because then if I have emptied my cup and I'm trying to minister to someone or help someone with their own self-care, I don't have anything. I don't have what I need to properly help them. So it's a balancing act and I'm always mindful of my own self-care, but I have limited hours. So probably that is my biggest challenge right now is growing something. But um, I do have a business coach and we are working one step at a time. That's actually one of the things I teach in my program uh, that I learned as a wellness coach was Kaizen step. And that's creating small a laughable steps done consistently, though, will help you reach um, the goal that you have in mind. So I'm taking very small steps to get where um, I want to be in a year. Well, probably a year and three months. I would really like to lay my nursing hat down in September of 2023. That's a goal that I have right now. So I've got about a year and three months to build to where I um, see that happen. Mm, I love that small doable step. And I know yes. from married to a paramedic fire chief, and he's always been in the emergency field of police chief, fire chief, paramedic. They can be the worst about self-care. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Healthcare providers are probably the worst. <laughs> that caretakers, people that take care of elderly or other people that are ill. That's right. <laughs> So that's when you've got that goal and that you're working toward that dream. And what is one piece of wise advice that you might share with your younger self before going on this exciting, but not always easy journey of entrepreneurship? That I am enough. 
that God called me to do what he called me to do. And I am enough to fulfill that purpose. And yeah, that's what I would tell my younger self because my younger self didn't think she was enough, that she always had to have more, that she had to have more training. She had to do this. She had to do that so that other people would hear that she was good enough. And I, yes, I would tell myself I'm enough and I'm good enough because God made me that way. I'm, I was made in his image and I'm good enough. That is right. That is so right. I have a ring that says I am enough. A lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that because they compared themselves to others Mm -hmm. and God made us each unique for his glory. Yes. Yes, he did. And, um, Uh, Even being on the TV broadcast, you know, to begin with, that was a little struggle because I am in real life. I'm probably more crunchy and hippie and natural (laughs) and laid back and I don't like high heels. And, you know, for the most part, I don't like flash and, you know, all all that kind of stuff for me. I'm I'm not that way. But I noticed it on some of the Christian TV stations and even the one I'm on, which I love people that it's, they're very flashy, but that's who they are. I mean, that, that is who they are in real life. And (laughs) I'm not, so I compare myself sometimes and go, well, I don't look like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just me. Um, So I just, um, I'm good with that. I have to be good with that and not compare myself because I am, I am the way that I am and God created me to be the way that I am. And if I, you know, if God wanted me to be real flashy, he would have maybe, you know, wanted me to go that way. And I'm, I'm just not that way. I'm just kind of a, what you see is what you get. I'm just real authentic. I'm transparent. I'm open about my life and I like jeans and t-shirts and casual and, you know, what herbalist isn't a hippie? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I love that about you, that you are so real and transparent. Now, I did want to ask you a little bit about the TV thing. Did that come about from someone you met? Because I was curious about you being on TV. Well, God formed a relationship between me and the owners many years ago. And they were with me during my struggles uh, when we lost our son. Uh, mm-hmm. We had been friends. Um, I'm especially Dr. Dutton's wife, Pastor Lynette Dutton. And they're the owners of Dominion TV. And God formed that relationship many, many years ago before they even had an international TV network. So when God delivered me, um, when God delivered me out of that deep depression that I had gone into after our son died. And um, I began to talk again about the goodness of the Lord and the, and how I, I was really talking to pastor Lynette one night about how we need to know that we're enough because he doesn't have to do anything else because right. if we think we're not good enough, we're not going to walk in that thing that God keeps asking us to do. So as we had more and more conversations, she, she knew I was a wellness coach. Actually, I, I coached, I've done some coaching with her um, years ago and um, she knew what I, what I had done and what I could do and what I had done in the past. And we got to talking and said, you know, Um, church people, Christian people 
really need to understand that they can be well and being well, a part of being well is more than being spiritual. There's other facets to that. And so we talked about it and that's how it came to be. That's amazing. And how God is using you so powerfully right now, those divine connections. Yeah, it it really was a divine connection. Even in that, I question, because I'm like, Lord, all these dynamic preachers and everything, and I'm this wellness coach getting up there, and I'm not screaming and shouting and carrying on. And um, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, okay, so they're going to go from that, hear this fiery, fiery, hot preaching to, hi, I'm Joycelyn Harrell. I'm a wellness coach. And what is that? You know, but um, I listen to, um, I love to listen to prophetess Emma Stark. I've got her books and I was listening to an episode one morning and they were talking about how sick the church was. And she's over in Scotland or Ireland or somewhere like that is where she's at. But they were talking on the broadcast about how there's a lot of deliverance ministries out there and, and some of them are really good. So I'm not, what I'm getting ready to say is not knocking them, but what they said was a lot of times in deliverance ministries, the people that are working the deliverance ministries are broken themselves mm-hmm. and they do not actually, it's, it's like they're not bringing wholeness to some of the people they're ministering to it's like they rather enjoy being able to see people dependent on them for maybe their their wholeness or their wellness and they kind of keep them in that place maybe where they're not always fully delivered so uh prophet zima spoke up and said you know what we need in our church our people need to be well we need wellness coaches in our church and i'm (laughs) telling you this is what i was really struggling about i'm just a wellness coach you know and i'm like wait 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 i'm a wellness coach (laughs) i love it uh part of my coaching is um going to be and i have already got a name for it it's the living whole coaching academy which will be clients of mine, but I eventually will be teaching coaches, like lay coaches, how to bring wholeness, how to have a wholeness ministry in their church. So that's kind of a, that's kind of part B, plan B, not plan B. That's like another whole area out there, but that is in the back of my mind. And um, Pastor Lynette and I talk about that a lot. And so I see that on her, the horizon, but it's not quite time for that yet. Mm, I love that dreaming and that vision. With Joycelyn, it's been an honor to have you share today. You're a woman of many hats, uh, an anointed woman of God. And you have so much to offer people. How can people get in touch with you and find out more about you? Well, I, I very heavily traffic Facebook. But if you will just message me at admin, meninjoycelynherald.com, and I will be glad to um, go over, talk with you and go over what I have to offer. So you may just want to go to joycelynherald.com to begin with to see if all that's set up. I I feel pretty sure that it will be by the time this podcast is aired. So, or you can email me, like I said, at adminandjoycelynherald.com and I will be glad to um, talk with you and go over what I have to offer. That sounds so great. Well, thank you again, Joycelyn, for joining me today on this Women in Business podcast series. 
This is Beth Jones at BethJones.net. Be blessed and have a beautiful day or night. My Amazon author page is Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Beth M. Jones. And I will talk to you next time.